Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season two, episode six, Donar the Great. Dun, dun, dun. He wasn't that great. He really wasn't that great. Mm. He was kind of dumb. Well. I mean, Thor is the beefy kind Thor of. Thor is th- not that's the stereotype. Right. That's the stereotype, at least. That's true. Um, Man, I miss Hemi C. I miss my boy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, I ridiculously call him Hemi C because I it's know, dumb it just and doesn't. It makes me happy. Sometimes it doesn't register in my brain. You mean my nonsense doesn't register? Sometimes. I don't have the brain today. I don't either, so we're fucked. Oh, shit. Um, so I thought this was good. Was it? I thought, okay. Was I, it? I say, I thought, I found it interesting. Was it? But it's my problem. With this show is that you never give me enough of anything to get really invested in it. Okay. Yeah, we, let, we'll touch on that in a second. My problem with this episode is they introduced a character and killed him off in the same episode. What, yeah. was, the, what was the point of this episode? Backstory filler. In an eight-episode yeah, yeah. season. You gotta have filler. We don't need a filler episode. Or we shouldn't need. Yeah. I could totally have done without this story. I mean, from well, a story a whole Okay, a whole episode of this story. Yeah. This could have been a scene I to explain it, why yes. Gunnir was broken. Yes. I thought it was pretty. I like this. I like the glitter. Titties are nice. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Burlesque is always enjoyable. Um, But we introduced Columbia. Yes. Uh, which we can talk about who she is and the whole point of her in a little bit. Um. And then, of course, we introduce Thor, who is, mm-hmm. of course, the son of, of Wednesday. But what was the whole point? Uh, the only thing I cared about was him name-dropping Andy Haddock. Yeah, you I were excited about that. I and I don't know why that excited me so much. Because it was a book thing. Okay, you're right. Um, yeah. A. Haddock. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I. it's my fundamental problem with this show is that I'm not connected to these characters enough. And it's it's not that I hate it. It's not that, like, I watch it. We podcast it. Trust me, we wouldn't be podcasting anymore if we hated it. Um, we've ha- dropped shows before because it was just, it became too much of a chore. Um, but I'm just not, like, to contrast, and I'm not going to spoil anybody, to contrast Magicians and what happened last night on the season uh, finale, um, I would like... That we, there was a lot of mu- much more emotional investment. Yes, by by multiple characters in that show. And this mm-hmm. one, I'm just like, eh. I like Mad Sweeney. He's great. He's real pretty. But like, eh. So yeah, I just, I feel like it's a lot, eh, it's almost flash over substance in some ways in this show. It's really pretty. It's very visual. And I don't know if it's just the lack of source material. Um... And they're they're just not making that connection with me, and it's almost the end of the second season. And I would have thought it would have happened there's, by now. Yeah, there is there's nothing in the show, and it could just be that we're not the target audience. It could um, very well be. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There's abs- uh, there was nothing for me to connect to. I didn't I connect to Columbia. I didn't connect to Sha- even now. There have been some episodes where you know you can kind of identify with, yeah. say Shadow. Yeah, have a little empathy for that. In this particular, nothing. I didn't care. Yeah, 
Didn't care so, at all. So, like, if we weren't podcasting this, this would be one of those shows that would I would blink and be like, oh, season two came out and I have the whole thing on my DVR. All right, I'll spend a Saturday watching it one day. Yeah, but... But, like, I wouldn't be like, I have to watch it, which is generally how I judge how much I love a show. Yeah, but I think there's going to be future episodes. Um, I'm hoping next episode... Well, we might get a little more. I'm just not invested. Yeah. And I want, we, I want to be. We're flitting from story to story to story to story. I'm not getting enough substance from our main core people, mm-hmm. even with all the flashbacks and the, you know, so I, it, it's frustrating. Again, I don't hate it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to, for anybody who's loving it, I don't want to piss on it. But for That's me, I'm, I'm saying, just not. So I'm saying I, I, I'm, I'm questioning us being a target audience for this. Yeah. Just because we didn't connect to it doesn't mean somebody yeah, didn't, yeah. did. And if you are, let us know. Awesome. Let us know what is ringing your bell um, specifically. <laughs> I, last episode wasn't terrible. No, none of them. I don't think any of them have been bad. Yeah. Um, and like I, I said, know. there were parts of this one that I, you know, I, I was very entertained by it. I didn't mind watching it multiple times, which that's generally a good rule of thumb that's for me. That's a good indicator if you can watch it more than once. Yes, yeah, and not hate every second of it. Um, so, yeah, just just saying. Just saying. Uh, you ready to get into writer, director, and all that bullshit? Sure. Um, directed by Rachel Talalay. Tal- I don't know how to pronounce her name. She's that chick that did She's that episode, Sherlock. She's a chick that did. Yeah. And has done other stuff. She directed Tank Girl a thousand years ago. Yeah. And, like, she's a very good director. She is. Oh, that makes me worry about this episode. Yeah. Um, and it was written by um, Adria Lang. So we have yet another female director and a female writer. Okay. And maybe that helped the burlesque not be creepy. Helped the burlesque be much, very, very shiny. It was shiny, but it, and it, like, okay, we've seen burlesque. Um, Once or twice. Modern day nerd burlesque. And yes, there are titties. There are pasties. <laughs> but it's not. Ron Weasley. Oh, and Ron Weasley. Um, sorry. Never will look at him the same. Ooh, I'm just saying. I know. Um, but it's not crass and tasteless. And this true. burlesque wasn't. It felt true. very yeah. true to burlesque. So I was happy about that. Um, so we start off and um, we don't know this going in, but it's 1930s Chicago. Um, I guess 1920s. You were very I close. I was real close. Um, and uh, Wednesday is the owner slash MC of this burlesque club. It's the well, that, Regius Theater. In that era. Yeah. That's what you did. He's a goddamn showman. You didn't hire. Well, I mean, yeah. He, oh, he so is. I mean, he sings a song. Um, but owners did that. Yeah. Um, he sings a song. They have the whole, how do you make a good burlesque act? And it's. Ten women in nine costumes. Um, and uh, at the end of it, he introduces uh, the acts that are coming up that night, which is Don Are the Great and Columbia. Um, and you can think of nothing but Rocky Horror I Picture Show. I can think show. of nothing else. Yeah. Every time you say Columbia, magenta, magenta pops up in my head. Every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, so do you want to get into Columbia now, or do you want to wait until we actually like? Let's go ahead and get her. get 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 her over with. Yeah. Get her done. Get her done. That's a pretty American thing. Um, she's basically the personification of America. Yes. Um, the District of Columbia. Columbus. It, it came from Columbus, the name Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she was um, 
you don't see it so much today, but you see these old handbills where um, the goddess Columbia was protecting, you know, the uh, downtrodden masses and da da da. It was basically a precursor to Lady Liberty. Yeah, she's uh, the embodiment of the spirit of America. Right. In lady form. Um, and they do mention Lady Liberty later as supplanting her. And oh, I, I looked do. into yes. it and it did happen. Uh, and of course, the name is, of course, related to Mr. Christopher Columbus, believe it yeah. or not. Because he discovered everything, right? Sure he did. He totally discovered America. So who... It wasn't all the indigenous people living so here. Place her? Uh, a lady. Laura Bell Bundy. Yeah, that one. I, <laughs> I didn't know her from anything. I, I think I, I did a cursory look on her IMDb and I didn't see anything that like... And I think she was good. She did the 1930s kind of like, yeah, gangster's mall kind of speak. She played young Sarah in the original Jumanji. Oh, God, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, I'm trying oh, to see wow. if we know her from anything else, but that's... She was in Scream Queens. I, didn't, I never saw that. I didn't either. Um, I liked her. She was in How I Met Your Mother? Oh, well, everybody was in that at some I point. I mean, you're right. It went on for like 10 years. Um, she towed the line between having that kind of like typical 1930s gangster's mall voice, but it not being like crazy annoying. Actually, kind of like... Columbia in Rocky Horror. Where I mean, that, yeah. It's that real, like, you know. Well, she was pushing the Amer- the Western Americana uh, yeah. accent yeah. in contrast to Donar. Uh, so that was, which was, yeah. we'll get to him in a minute. Um, but to get back to the recap, he, um, Wednesday mentions that it's the Grimnir Burlesque show. So that's how he gets his worship. He gets his name in there somehow. Yeah, he does. Um, and, uh, you know, yay. Um, so he goes to the bar after his number and he, of course, drinks because that's on brand. Um, and he says, he drinks and he knows things. He, he, I don't know that he knows things. <laughs> he at least drinks. Yeah. Um, and so he sends, we see this, uh, this young guy and, uh, they don't show us his face yet. Um, and Wednesday sends a bottle of his, uh, most expensive champagne, uh, on the house to the of man course. in the booth. Of course it's on the house. Um, and then we see two Nazis enter the bar. So at this point, you didn't know it was Chicago. So I even got a little like, where the fuck are we? What was... that? It's the musical Chicago. It was kind of a burlesque show. Uh, you're thinking Cabaret. Cabaret. What was Chicago then? I, I know nothing about musicals. Just, uh, just... Um, so cabaret, it was Cabaret. Kind of had... Maybe not, I'm making not, things up. Not bur- oh, fuck. What's the name of it? Vaudeville. 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 Which did have some burlesque in vaudeville. Oh, um, oh, I think God. the one you're thinking of is Gypsy. I don't know. Which what is I'm actually about Gypsy Rosalie, who was I a burlesque performer. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I know nothing about musicals. I do. I'm a nerd. I saw cats once. Yeah, you did. And I don't like hey, cats. Hey, listen. Listen. I don't like cats. Listen. Whatever. It's fine. Good music. Yes. I'm not a big Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. It's nothing to do with Android Lloyd. Okay, it kind of is. But I mean, it's nothing he to do with wrote it. The, but the music is good. Shut up. Shut okay. up. Anywho, I'm going to like what I like, you can, and you're not you, going to shit on I'm it. I'm not. I'm not. You go for it. Because <laughs> um, we're for men's. Um, <laughs> so but you don't suspend for men's shit. No, we're not, we're not suspending for mention. Okay. That's not a suspendable offense. Okay. Um, and so we go to present day and Wednesday is, Shadow has to wake him up and we hear the jazz music. And as soon as he wakes up, it stops. Yes. So he's 
dreaming about this memory. Yeah, flashbacks, whatever. Shadow's super cranky. Um, and it turns out they are at a mall, a really bad mall, like a bad dying mall. Aren't they all, though? Uh, a lot of the ones that are... The ones around here? Well, I'm saying the ones of that style, the big, you park, you go into the building... Yeah, a lot of those are dying. Yeah. We retail differently now. Not just oh, online, yeah. but like a lot of the shopping centers like our summit. Um Yeah, they have the uh the anchor shop like a Target. It's an outdoor mall basically. Yeah, it's a strip mall. Yeah. But it's those are those are doing better. It's an upscale strip mall. I guess. Um but yeah, the the contained like eighties malls, which is why Stranger Things is gonna be just a fucking trip. I can't wait for that train wreck. Um Thank you. But yeah, so it's a dying mall and Shadow's kinda pissy about it and uh he's and Wednesday tells him that, well, you know, the uh the mall was built over a center of dwarven power and so they like do what they can. So it's in, it's an interesting parallel, and we talked about this when we were watching. It's an interesting parallel if you think about uh the dwarves in Norse mythology were mm-hmm. the forgers. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking Thawken. Thawken. You know, the, I'm thinking like the M- Marvel. Yeah. With the, they the are dwar- though. Yeah. The dwarves. Alfheim and all that. Yeah. Not, Nif- not Alfheim. Niflheim. Nif- yeah. Niflheim? Nif- Niffles or something. It's Niflheim. got way more letters than I think it <laughs> needs. Um, so I always struggle <laughs> with that one, but yes. So, and so they're forgers and it's, if you, Think about it. It's kind of a retail kind of yeah. I mean situation, so it naturally would progress over to retail malls. Yeah, that's an you think about it and you're like, yeah, yeah, so, you're right. But there, that's sad. It it's is a sad, sad mall. But, but old gods are sad anyways. Yeah, so. so it worked. Um, and so Wednesday rants about the old mall, and he's he, man, that boy loves to monologue. It's a very good neighborhood. Yeah. Very good neighborhood. Respect. Respect. Um, and uh, he, in a strangely unguarded, but I would argue that it's still calculated moment, he tells Shadow that he remind you remind me of my son. And Shadow's like, the fuck? You're telling me something for realsies? And he's kind of dumbfounded. Um, and so we go to Mr. World and the caretaker. And again, talk about somebody that loves him some monologuing as Mr. World. Um, and the caretaker is going over all the, I took them to be the, all the God deaths. Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. Apparently there's like a lobster God or was, cause I'm pretty sure they're dead now. Um, and so world says that. It was that, a lobster tank or something. Yeah. It was a lobster tanker, but the little, the little, that's one of the few little markers we saw on the map Yeah, was a, was a, um, God, they've got an old school map and they're like playing fucking risk. And so World says that the single attacks might light the spark because he basically, again, it's like what him and um, Wednesday are trying to do is get these gods who haven't chosen a side to choose a side. Um, But he needs new media somehow to nebulously increase her power for victory. Not super clear on the nuts and bolts of that. But then again, this is how we operate on this show. It's all kind of vague little bit um and so she uh manifests um and my god she's bright and there's so many emojis um and so she speaks to her followers i took it like she was making some kind of a 
Instagram post or like a yeah. She she used the kitty cat filter and she, to and get she, like, traffic. Did a thing and she's like talking like she was yeah, talking she was, to her followers. Yeah, she was she's pulling energy. Yeah, she's pulling worshippers. She she made a post and, and she's they're looking at her. Their excitement. Yeah, they're, yeah. And so presumably they get more power. Woo. Um, the, I think this is the weak tit on this mama cat in this episode is is the this part of the story the Mister World bullshit. Yeah. Um, so we go back but to, but I the think th- the only reason we have that is because we see technical boy, technical boy, mm-hmm. and it's to kind of tie it all up in a neat little bow. I think so. I think we're foreshadowing a lot of that. <sighs> um, Sh- foreshadow mooning. Sure. I might suspend over that. You're just <laughs> too proud of yourself. You should see your fucking face. Just like looking at me like, ee. <laughs> I'm not sorry. No, I know you're not. Um, so we go back to the 30s and we see fucking Mr. Nancy saving the goddamn show. I love him so much. Um, and we really see that Nancy's African accent comes out when he's fucking pissed. And it's an, and that's, it's a, mm, and it really words. highlighted that words. I'm so glad I'm a podcaster. I know, right? So it's, it's, a, I still can't speak. It's a big change. I don't know. It's maybe not a big change from season one. Yeah. Um, cause we really, well, we really only saw it in flashbacks, only, but angry gets shit hear, done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he seems to lapse into it to emphasize a moment of seriousness. Yeah. Cause he's Mr. Nancy. Cause he's, yeah, he could be very, seen as very almost uh, like Orlando, almost comical. Yes. But, but he then drop. he, dr- because he goes and he goes in and out of mm-hmm. it so easily and it's just incredible. There's some goddamn strippers that are going to trip over these goddamn shoes. Shoes and they just, he goes, and and you're, well, okay. And you notice there's people behind him running to get, I don't care if it's my goddamn shoes or not. We have Nancy talking about shoes and it's more compelling to me than whatever Mr. World's bullshit is. Because we, his character is so much more compelling and interesting. And Orlando's, because like, that's the thing. Crispin Glover's a good, weird actor. He plays weird characters. I don't know where the other one is. I got Merlin by me. Okay, I got Lola. Okay, good. They're both. Um, we're, oh. Sorry, we're having storms here, so we need to make sure the dogs are taken care of. Um, Chris McGlover's a good actor. He plays the weird dude really well in The Whispery and The Screamy and The Whispery. But like, Mostly The Whispery. The substance they give him isn't great because it's all very like power. Rah. I hope that they're building up to him. I do too. Uh, but Nancy, man, fu- fucking on point. He's great. He can talk about whatever he wants at any point in time, he could and, I, read and I'm me on it. The yellow pages. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we see Nancy. Uh, he does his little shoe thing, and I, I don't even care what happens today. Um, but he does talk. He okay. He does mention that he's not. I'm. Uh, I don't fucking work here. I don't. I know he's the. I don't take care of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not the slave. He basically says I'm not the slave here yeah, or something. Yeah, clean up your own shit. Clean up your own shit. Um, I did. I did on a side note because he gets twenty percent of Columbia the worship. Yeah, I'm assuming he was talking to Columbia. Um, so I did want to mention uh, kudos to the show because the uh, burlesque dancers that we see at the beginning of the episode are racially diverse. And they're diverse in their body shapes. Yes, they are. So and I was very happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much of that was the woman director and the woman writer, or people are finally 
learning not to be assholes, but that was really nice to see. It was. Um, well, and when you're running a burlesque show, you should have women yeah. of all different yeah. sizes and colors um, because different people like that. You notice there was, there was like, there was a really skinny woman. Mm-hmm. And um, and there were some curvier women, and there was very curvy women. There was various and races every represented. Every one of them were gorgeous. Yep. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because okay. that was really nice. And that's kudos to them. Okay. Um. So yeah, Nancy knocks on the door, and I'm assuming he's talking to Columbia. Um, and he tells her that he gets twenty percent of her worship, but she needs to get her ass on stage. So he works there. Ish. He's more like a stage manager, I guess ish i don't he, know it's he, nancy he so, probably does whatever the so fuck I he get, wants here's my impression of the situation because it matters because this episode was so important to our lives i got the impression <laughs> that wednesday runs the the front end mm-hmm. that he's the face man he's the yeah. mc he's out there kissing babies and shaking hands right when mr nancy is behind the shaking stage, baby kissing hands you know exactly in some order mr nancy is behind the scenes yeah. as the stage manager making sure the show actually happens right but he's not low enough that he's going to pick up somebody's well, fucking shoes. Well, hell no, because he's yeah. a god. Yeah, exactly. And these showgirls apparently are Ain't. not. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, we actually go into the dressing room, and Columbia is helping <laughs> um, Donar get ready. Um, and we find out that they're, they've got some kind of a romance going on. And she wants to leave and go to California. And she doesn't want to – they call him Grimnir. Um, she doesn't want to be beholden to him because Donar mentions, oh, well, we have a contract and da, da, da. And he's, he's the stereotypical big pretty boy who's kind of dumb. So Donar is played by Derek Feller, mm-hmm. T-H-E-L-E-R. So I went looking through his, oh God, his catalog. Oh God. Um, nothing really jumped out at me. Um, he was on an episode of General Hospital for an episode back in 2015. Uh, he was on 90210, the, the reboot. Also tracks. Uh, he was oh God. in Conan, the TV series. Oh! Guess, guess who he played? Thor? Thor. Oh, Jesus. This is his second outing as Thor. This is not his first time playing Thor. <laughs> And albeit, we see a very cheesy version. Now wait. Oh, God, there's more. But wait, there's more. Go back to The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien back in 2010. Thor. He portrayed a Loki? <gasps> oh! I'm not sure what that's... It says Gary Oldman slash Dax Shepard slash Vampire Weekend. I'm assuming that's The Tonight Show the episode. Guests. Yeah, that, that's the episode. And he... Played Loki uncredited. They must have done some weird like skit. Or, oh yeah, yeah because they, so dumb. I'm like, this is not his first rodeo. No, he's been in on the, the Pantheon. Pantheon. All right, so, he's sticking. He's sticking to the Norse Pantheon yeah. too. Yeah, he was All in right. Baby Daddy as well. This series mm. as All right. Danny Wheeler. I don't know what I'm, that means. I'm concerned for this man's life choices. I kind of am too. Okay. Um. So he's reluctant to leave. Um, because, uh, he doesn't think he's going to have worshipers in California. Um, and she's, she wants to go and she, she basically tells him like, it's for their own good. They're going to like languish here. Um, 
And uh, at this point, I can't remember if he just calls him Grimnir or if he does mention that it's his father. I can't he remember. He's just referring to him as Grimnir. I don't think he. Ref- I don't think he referred to him as father until the end of the episode. Um, directly could be. I don't. Was I just watched enough- it? Eh. I wasn't paying enough attention. Um, so we go to the club, and Wednesday is trying to woo, for lack of a better word, a very primitive version of fucking technical boy. Um, and I've seen some people refer to him on, on websites as telephone boy. Um, he's not credited as that, but of course, like, he's got a phone. I mean, and, yeah. You know. Um, but at the time, he couldn't be technical boy. Well, I mean, he could have. Technically, mean, telephone's a technology. Um, so he is less than impressed with the club. He, he is his trash talky, like just bitch ass self. And, um, Wednesday, uh, is very gracious at first until he leans down and he's like, might I remind you that you're here on the shoulders of the ancient ones who I represent. Basically you young whippersnapper. (laughs) Get off my lawn. Um, And so technical boy gets this phone call and we don't hear the other end. I assume it's world. It's kind of whispery and creepy. So I assume it's world or whatever. Is it? Whoever world is at the time. Is it? I don't know. You say that like you fucking know. Mildly interesting. You don't fucking know. This isn't. No, I have no fucking clue who's on the other end. I call you on your shit. But I know more about Mr. World than you do. I don't think That is a Mr. true World. statement. You don't think it's Mr. World? I don't think Mr. World is around you, yet. Okay, I was going to say, do you think it's whatever precursor there could have been to Mr. World? Or do you mm. just think it's unrelated? I think it's unrelated. So, the moral of the story is, Technical Boy's been a bitch boy for Ever? almost a century. Ever? Um, and he's being ordered to do something. Um... And uh, we see Wednesday get back up on stage, and he introduces Donar's uh, weightlifting. Um, and so he does a thing with, like, some ladies and Mia Mia Mjolnir. Um, and, yes, I call it Mia Mia because that's cute, and it's from the MCU, so shut up. Um, basically, he just lifts ladies and then himself on a bar, and it's all very impressive. Can we talk about probably the beard? His whole aesthetic is cheesy and wrong because he's not an unattractive dude. I hear he's ripped. I hear he's he has an eight pack. I <laughs> now, now now listen. Okay, I adore me some long haired. You do grubby Jason Momoa far more than I think is healthy. But yes, you do kind of guy he does not pull this off this no. is wrong it looks like a bad wig and a bad facial uh but like his, beard his, like a bad it fake is beard. it's the must the mustache is really what really cinches it but it's really bad it's, but, but he it's looks this, cheesy because that goes along with the exactly burlesque vaudeville exactly. type show that's what ex- audiences you know they weren't going for realism here he's oh, wearing God, a horn he's wearing a horn fucking helmet actually fun fact um the horned helmet, they didn't wear. Um, that was actually added in medieval times to denote demonic pre-Christian peoples. Just so all the unwashed masses would know that they're evil and pre-Christian. Okay. Which makes me want to put horns on everything just despite, you know, idiots. Um, so, again, Technical Boy seems completely unimpressed with, with uh, Donar's act. But he stays and he's chatting with the ladies that Wednesday has brought to his table. Um but he stays. He doesn't. So I take it 
that his order to do something is to stick around. Yeah. You see him smiling in the background when he's talking to one of the ladies later. Yes, you do. Okay. That that's when we see this. Mm-hmm. He's chatting he's chatting them up even after he trash talked them to their faces. But whatever. But whatever. So um we uh see Wednesday who again has gone off stage. He's at the bar and he's approached by one of the fucking Nazis. Um and uh Wednesday recognizes the swastika. But he 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 calls it like what it actually is. He he announces like, oh, you're wearing a crossed whatever with a like the runes. He calls the runes out. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And the boy's like, oh no, it's a symbol of my group. And I'm just like, Wednesday, what the fuck? You're so out of touch. You don't even know who a fucking Nazi is. Um. So this is when it must have been late 30s. Okay. I I don't want to say that he doesn't know who the Nazis are. I think he's just asking the question to be annoying. Because Wednesday would do that. But I could also see him being out of touch with shit that he doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... Uh, I mean, you're right. The boy wants to buy him a drink, and he's like, all right. Okay, he owns the place. Why? Yeah. Why? Because somebody buying you a drink is like worship? Oh, fucking I mean, know. yeah, but he owns the place. You don't have to buy him a drink. No, you're I mean, giving him money. Shit. Yeah. Whatever. It's like worship? Um, money is like, you know... It's important. We were told that. Um, so we go to this shitty jewelry kiosk at the mall. They don't even have a retail space like a traditional. They're at one of the fucking kiosks. Um, oh, God. It's even a kiosk. It's yeah, worse. It is. It's worse. Um, and so Wednesday. Uh, God, that is my nightmare. Being at work where there are no walls. There's no. The, no, that's my hell. Um, and so Wednesday is trying to negotiate with, um, Sindri, um, who apparently speaks for Dvalin, um, and he wants him to work on the sphere. And, uh, Sindri says, you know, Dvalin ain't what he used to be. Like his power is waning, like a lot of, you know, the old guard and, uh, he couldn't possibly do the work. Um, it would require a lot of power and he conveniently tells him where he can find, the item in the mall with the most power and it's fucking Lou Reed's leather jacket. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and so Wednesday, uh, he grins at him and he walks a couple feet away with shadow and shadow's like, okay, this is easy. You buy, you buy the jacket (laughs) and we're home by dark. So for those who are not in the know, Lou Reed is who did walk on the wild side. Yes. Among other things. I mean, among other things, but yes. that's that's like the, the, the song that he's known for. So He was never my uh, cup of tea, but yeah, like, you know, he's a big rock star. He's from my era. Come on. He's a big rock star. Yeah, so uh, just for those who, who needed to know who Lee Reed was. Um, and so Wednesday is like, ah, oh, he's smiling at the dwarves, and he's like, fucking dwarves. Um, I mean, he right. He refuses to spend his own money. Because Shadow's like, oh, good. Just this go buy easy. it. This is an easy thing that we can do. Wednesday does nothing easy. No, God, no. He makes everything fucking difficult. Um, so we flash back to the 30s, and um, Donar is leaving the stage, um, and Wednesday brings the Nazi kid to him. Um, his name's Manfred, but he's a fucking Nazi, so who the fuck cares? Um, and he has a proposal, which he uh, endorses. Which uh, Wednesday endorses, and they basically wants to want to sponsor him as a weightlifter, 
Because they're good Americans who value things like strength and good breeding. You know, Nazi stuff. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, Thor is kind of the picture of the perfect of what they were. Aryan. Yeah. I mean, like, Aaron? Aryan. Aryan. Let's be real. Arya? Hitler thought they were descendant from fucking Atlantis. I For mean, realsykins. See, they, they really needed to get Jason Momoa, but they just couldn't afford him. No, no. Um, nor could they afford Chris Hemsworth. Uh, so Nobody can afford Chris Hemsworth. I'm going to be real salty about Nazis because they're fucking Nazis and they're terrible. Um, so, like, if you don't like that, yeah, tough shit. Um, <laughs> so uh, This is why we're friends. There you go. I have no tolerance for Nazis. Um, so uh, Donar agrees, and he thinks it sounds glorious. And Wednesday is very happy about this. And Wednesday sees it as uh, a way to get his former glory back. And um, he says, you're going to elevate our entire pantheon. So, of course, it's not just for the good yes, of his son. It's for the good of him, okay, too. And the reason why he talks about the entire pantheon is because he asked Don- Donar, do you have a last He's like, no, I don't have a last name. Odinson. 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 Also, this is where... Again, that gets him in the spotlight. This is where I also kind of call bullshit on how much Wednesday knows about Nazis. Because the Norse gods and shit are kind of their jam. So, again, I don't think it's that he doesn't know. I think he doesn't care. That's probably more accurate. I mean, honestly. He's not... Dumb. No, he's absolutely not dumb. I think he just doesn't give a shit. This yeah. is his field of fucks. And it is barren. And it is barren. Um, and so uh, they go into the dressing room and Columbia is not Jennifer. jazzed. She's like, I'm sorry, was that a fucking Nazi? Um, which I was like, that's my girl. Um, and he's like, no, they're just sheep in need of a shepherd. Um, and which... Wow, my notes went a weird place. I accidentally typed sheep in need of resurrecting. <laughs> what? So there's that. Um, nice. So Wednesday's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, he leaves and uh, Columbia talks to Donar and he sees this as a road to resurrection. Um, and he, But he still promises to go to California with her um, in time. And I think, doesn't he say like, give me a year or something like that? Um, and so it's like, you know, I'll still go. It's fine. We're in love. Um, I'm sorry. Did did I sound cynical when I said that? No. No. Sorry. It's just a little. Um, so we go see, uh, Columbia perform her musical number. Uh, she does Don't Fence Me In, um, which is actually era appropriate. I looked it up. It was written in 1934. Yes, it was. Um, and that is something Technical Boy actually likes. There you go. Well, you know, he's taken with her. Star-spangled titties. I mean, hey. Um, but yeah. So, and it is. It's a cute little number. It is. She's a cute little number. Oh, I love her. And the thing that I love about her and this character is she is classically pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. And they doll her up in that very classic. And she's got the 30s hair. And the kind of pinned up style. But she's not super skinny. Mm-hmm. And she's not 20 years old. Yeah. She's not young. Yeah. Um, she's not old, but she's not no, like... No, but she's... A prepubescent, she's you know... She's noticeably a woman. Yes. Yes. Um, I, she's not she a baby actually, face. She actually reminded me of a lot of, like, that era's 
women film stars. Yeah. The Catherine Hepburns that, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like they were kind of spunky and, you know, so I, yeah, I thought, I thought she was great. I think she was covering a whole field of women. Yeah. Um, so we go back to present and Wednesday poses as a fucking bishop and he buys the jacket and then shadow busts in as Andy Haddock, as Andy Haddock, Andy Haddock. the uh, secret service agent. And just as Carl, the, uh, were they mall cops? Yeah, they were mall. They cops. were mall cops. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, because at first better. I was like, "How the fuck did he get accomplices?" But they were mall cops, who you know were just itching for some action. Oh, you know they were. They were bored to tears. Yes. In um, that mall. And so this clerk is just as he's checking. Um, we see him use the 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 pen and checking the mm-hmm. the bills for counterfeits, um, which you are supposed to do in retail. So like, kudos to them. Um, but they interrupt it. Um, after Wednesday has tipped him handsomely, um, and, uh, Shadow is a secret service agent, and I think this is the same persona he used for the, uh, yeah, it was. uh, for the robbery. I don't know why this, so. It's a book thing. You like that. Well, okay. It's, and now that I'm thinking on it, it's a little more than that. It's Andy Haddock, um, when Shadow first uses the alias and i'm going to put the microphone next to my mouth like i'm supposed to good job you thank you uh he originally uses it he becomes this persona and to me and this is from reading the books to me this is when shadow starts to toe the line of being on wednesday's side yeah you see what i'm saying that he becomes it's fun the, an accomplice he becomes mm-hmm. part of this world so it's kind of him being on for like just on that side yeah and it's fun to see him do because mm-hmm. he's good at it he's and, good now and in the book when he first takes on the andy haddock uh persona he can actually and he can actually see he he's got an entire backstory he is andy haddock it's just like when he created the snow yeah He's created it. Yeah. So to see Andy Haddock come back again, it was like, <gasps> it's funny though, because, uh, he is good at this. He's really good at it. We saw him grift a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Where I think Sam called him out, but when he was kidnapped by Mr. Town, Mr. Town called his ass out on how bad a grifter he was basically. Yeah. But he's so, really not. Well, he's not here. And so I wonder how much of that has to do with he's with Wednesday, he's having f- – because, like, as much as he bitches, this part is fun to him. You can tell. Could there be a little something wiggly? Little, wiggly little God business going on? You think maybe? little juju? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. I'm, my working theory now is that he's the demigod, so yes. Mildly interesting. Which makes – all this donor stuff, really interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, they do this whole spiel of, like, the bills are really counterfeit. And he's like, no, I checked him with the pen. And he's like, no, 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 he's sophisticated. And he's like, oh, <laughs> man, man, you're doing really good. Um, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, no, uh, we're going to, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to take all this. Uh, we'll take him in. Thank you for your service. And he's like, but I, what, huh? The jacket? And he's like, no, that's evidence, but, like, you're going to call the cops, and, like, everything will be returned. It's fine. Um, it's a classic con where it's just like, I'm just going to get out of your sight, and I fed you a lot of bullshit. So, side note, um, this con mm-hmm. is 
one that um, because he Wednesday goes through a whole spiel at one point talking about different cons. Yeah, and this is one that he talks. He refers to it as the Bishop game. Ah, there you and go. And this exact same scenario is one of the ones that he talks about, and he says it's his favorite. Oh, there this you go. This is his favorite. Con it was game. way fun. I it's love this very, shit. It's it's leverage. It is. It's it's leverage. Leverage. Um, I love this shit, and so um, it's I love a good heist. Yes, I love a too. good heist. And so uh, they're able to get away from the the mall rent-a-cops, um, who now have a great story to tell their friends, um, and they dodge into this creepy mannequin room but they're gonna wait for the mall to close i mean it's a mall yeah it's a mall and it's a mall with a lot of empty space because you see a lot of the a lot of the uh storefronts are closed yeah and the going out of sale signs Mm -hmm. and the it's a sad dead mall the future is 1989 yeah that banner wouldn't have still been up but whatever wouldn't it have been though I don't think so. I, I even think at, it's even at like it's it's an extreme. It's an extreme. But I think it was there for a reason to make it mm. as extreme and ridiculous. You know what mall that reminds me of? Century Plaza. Uh huh. Oh oh yeah. The, it was the fountain. Yeah, it's the it was fountain, the fucking fountain. The fountain at Century Plaza. Yeah. And it was that was the place to be for a while, and then see, it just died. See, I remember when Century Plaza was the. I do too. Mall. I remember being a child the weekend before Christmas and. Me and my brother and my parents going to Century Plaza to finish up our Christmas shopping. It was an annual event. Oh yeah, it's it was it was great. I worked there. Oh Jesus, you did, didn't you? I did. Or did you work at Eastwood? No, I worked at both. Oh okay. I worked. You worked both. at Claire's because we figured you might have pierced my ears at some point. I mean, that's a possibility. No, I didn't work at Claire's. I worked at Top Cappy. Mm. I'm sorry, Top Cappy, because they weren't the same fucking thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this was like. If you're not American, I don't know how this resonates with you, but this was like fucking peak America. This felt so real with the, with the gross dying mall that you're just like, oh, it's sad, but it's not sad enough for me to spend money there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so they're going to wait for the mall to close. But, um, so Wednesday's like, okay, take these handcuffs off. And Shadow's like, ah, ba, 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 ba. what about your son? Um, and, uh, we find out Wednesday is actually strangely, he actually like doesn't blow him off immediately. And he says, well, he died. And, um, Shadow is, uh, he says, cause I think Wednesday mentions Donner's name and Shadow's like, wait a minute, who that? I don't know who that is. And he's like, it's the Germanic name for Thor. Yeah, it's the German for lightning or something. Yeah, lightning bringer or something. And so Shadow's like, no, no, I know Thor. Like, everybody knows Thor. What the fuck? How could Thor die? And he's very confused because he's like, okay, I can see Zoraya. Nobody worships her. Like, and even she's going to come back because, like, Wednesday did say she will come back in some form, probably. Um, but how powerful will she be? Right. And yeah. so Wednesday says that some deaths their kind cannot come back from. But he won't say anything more. And then Shadow is able to remove his handcuffs. But Shadow did get a little information out of him. A little something, something. Um, It's almost like he's projecting. And it's like Shadow's his new son. Hmm, that's hmm. weird. Um, And so we see, um, we see in the flashbacks that um, we get a, which this was total, this was, Total, like, this felt era appropriate. We get a newspaper montage. Oh, of course. Um, of uh, Donar's popular, Donar Odinson's popularity as a weightlifter. And he's winning all these matches and da-da-da-da. Um, and um, 
so then we go to backstage at the club and the fucking Nazi kid is threatening Donar, telling him not to make the wrong choice or he'll regret it. A freshly shaved, short haired, much more attractive. Yeah. Germanic ideal. Um, because that was part of the deal is the Nazis would, um, clean him up, would clean him up. Um, he had to be that nice strapping lad. Um, and so, uh, Donar punches a steam pipe and Nancy comes up and he tells him, you need to, you need to calm yourself. He gives him a couple of options to breathe in, you know, keep his temper calm. Um, and we find out that, uh, Donar was supposed to take a dive. Um, against a German opponent. And he's so, he doesn't understand because he's stronger. Yeah, and Nancy's he's... just like, oh, you pretty slut. Um, because <laughs> it's a good thing you're pretty. It's a good thing you're pretty. Because obviously, they're fucking Nazis. Of course they want to reinforce Germany's superiority. Um, and so uh, Nancy wants to tell him a story. Of course he wants to tell him a story. That's um, what Nancy does. They Why they want him to be there, Zarathustra, which I need to look up because I meant to do that what, before you, we what, started. What? I don't know that you're going to spell it right, and I have it right here. Okay. So I'm going to Google it. Okay. Um, but Nancy tells him a story of uh, Zarathustra, who was a boy god in a realm of women, who, um, oh, shit. Uh... That's pulling up Zaraster, which is a different person. Um, and oh, that was a that was a just spell it for me. Z a r a t h u s h t r a or t r a. They're equating it with Zaraster, okay. but whatever. Um, so basically, this this boy god was um, loved by the leader of the female gods. Um, but he couldn't hold power. And so he said that, um, he rebelled against his destiny. And, um, so he traveled through time to make a deal with men. Um, and man being like, you know, non-gods. And again, I'm getting like flashes of Prometheus here because he stole fire lances from the gods and gave it to the men who used it to wage war on the women gods in his home realm. Iranian? Um, yeah, Zarastro. Yeah, okay. they're equating it to the Persian um, uh, prophet, I think. Uh, which is not Nancy. Um, because Nancy then tells him, I am that boy. And I watch them uh, fight our women, beat our women, rape our women. And they tried to destroy my homeland. And even though they didn't, I can't go back there. Um, so he cautions him that, like, you can't win, and you should not win this stupid match. Um, and he says, you're different, you're beautiful, um, and they're interrupted by Columbia calling Donar into her dressing room. (gasps) But it's like, I looked this shit up, I could not find anything in Anansi's anything that tied back to this. No, but they take a lot of liberties in this show to they do. bring in as many different things as they can. Um, Nancy's one of the ones I actually do give a shit about. I don't identify with him because I'm not supposed to. Um, but I want more of him. And so these little nuggets of stuff that we get are great, but I want a whole I lot more. more. So I get frustrated when I don't get more of this stuff because I'm like, I want to hear this story. Can I get an episode about this? 
Yeah, and we get it in such little tiny bits and mm-hmm. pieces. I want like a big chunk. So that's what kind of frustrates me because when I do get something like this that I would love to get more of, I don't get more. Yeah. I get more little nuggets of things yeah. that could be cool, but like I don't know enough about them. Um, so we go to um, present time and Wednesday drapes the jacket over Dvalin's shoulders. And my God, it's like fucking <laughs> five hour energy. Um, he re-energizes. He uh, starts chanting over the broken sphere or spear, not sphere. Um, the runes start glowing and he says that it is ready to be repaired, basically. So we, we're kind of equate. Okay, so we've equated that this jacket has been in this mall and it's the most powerful thing in the mall because people come by and ooh and ah and worship Lou Reed as a this jacket. So to put this jacket over this dwarf's shoulders, that energy is transferring like a battery. Like you said, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is a pretty good, you know, uh, way to equate it. Yeah. Because, and I find it interesting that power from, in any form, because nobody's saying Lou Reed's a god, um, but he's worshipped in a sense, so power from that can be conferred to an object, which can then be passed on to a third party who it's, had nothing to do with anything. It's basically become an artifact. Yeah. I mean, you've seen Warehouse 13. I know, so I thought that was interesting. I thought that yeah. was really cool. I'm like, could we have a show about that? Oh, wait, we already did. Um, so while this is happening... Yeah. Um, so while this is happening... Um, we see uh, alarms going off at Mr. World's bunker. And I've seen some people say that this means that new media got him more power to set off the alarms when the runes were repaired. I don't, I didn't get that from that cause and effect from what we were given. Mm. It could be the case. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I didn't pick up on that. Um, so world being the drama queen that he is waits for the alarms to blare annoys everybody and then pushes the red button and turns them off. It's a very ominous red button. I know. I saw that and I was like, is he about to nuke somebody? <laughs> Maybe he did. Who the fuck? I don't know. Um, and so he says basically that he knows the runes were etched and that they're ahead of schedule. He seems yep. excited by it. And New Media is like... Excited. He's turned on. He is. He's got a, he's got a chub. Um, and New Media is like, I'm sorry. I'm going to need some tech support before if we're going to accelerate this timeline. And he's like, that's fine. You will. In his weird whisper <laughs> voice. And he's like, their new friend is almost ready. I think they're... The re- va- and he says the valley. The valley has assured me, so I'm assuming Silicon Valley. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing back Technical Boy remake. In a new form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, I think it'll be the same actor, though. Oh, I think it will be, too, because okay. I don't think they're going to waste actors like that. Um, especially... After losing... Yeah. Uh, especially since we saw him in, in this episode in the 30s, meaning that when oh, it's yeah. a new reincarnation, yeah. like, we can reuse. Um, so that, I think it's foreshadowing that we're going to get the same actor. Um, also, uh, you want to take bets on whether he's still a little bitch or not? Oh, you know he's Spoiler gonna, alert, he's he is. To be. Yeah, he's, he's guns, guns to, to be. be. Um, so we go back to, we flash back and Columbia is, uh, she comes into Donar's dressing room and he's lifting weights because apparently. I think they share a dressing room. I don't know. Who cares? Um, and he gets all schmaltzy. Like he sees her and like he hears the, he hears like the weird string music and it's like a movie moment. Um, and he's like, I want to leave tonight. And she's like, 
okay. Right, cool. And he says he'll meet her at the backstage door after the show, and he pledges himself to her. And it's all very dramatic. This should have just left right then. You knew what was going to happen. I know, right? Like, this is... Yeah. Um, so... Even without knowing that Donar was dead, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, oh, that's why they're in separate dressing rooms. Uh, because Wednesday interrupts her packing in hers. And uh, he brings in Technical Boy. And he has a proposal for Columbia. Um, and he says he basically he knows that uh, her her uh, favor is waning um, thanks to Lady Liberty, and which I love that she's like oh, I'm sorry actually she's uh, it was he and it was a Roman god but like whatever the French repurposed whatever. it's fine um, and basically he says she's gonna die without his plan. Which is to remake her again. We see this rebranding that that the new gods. That's what the new gods do. Yeah, um, he wants Which her to help. Which isn't wrong. No, I mean he wants her to help rally the people. Come on, gods have been being rebranded since time immortal. Exactly. Um, he wants see Zeus and Odin. Yeah, who are basically the same dude. One has a beard. Um, actually, Zeus may have a beard too. I don't fucking know. I thought uh, Zeus did have a beard. Yeah, I think he did too. Who knows? Whatever. He liked to fuck cows. You know, he liked to fuck everything. That is a true statement. Um, so he tells he tells Columbia that like war is coming. Um, so that tells me this is you know thirty eight, thirty nine ish. Um, and he says that uh, you know he wants her to be our lady of the war effort. And um, she says, "I need time to think about this." And he's like, "Take all the time in the world." And he leaves. And um, she uh, she tells Wednesday that she wants to speak to Donar. And Wednesday's like, oh, that's funny. No, he left with the Nazis. And um, she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. You need to manifest your own destiny. What this a little prick. So parallels Shadow and Laura. Yes, it does. And I think it's meant to. I think it is, too, where it's constantly just like, no, don't worry about it. Just you remind me of my son. Separate yourself from your lady friend who might distract you from what I want you to do. Um, so yeah. Um, and so we go to Donar, who sadly is waiting in the alley for Columbia after the show with his suitcase. And Wednesday comes and confronts him. And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm waiting for Columbia. And he's like, oh, she just left. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's like, but you this can achieve your destiny. So classic. It's, oh God, he's such an asshole. And um Donor's like, no, I don't I don't want any part of this anymore. And Wednesday threatens him and he says, if you leave, you won't get your place here at the theater, meaning the worship that he's sustaining right. himself with. But Donor counters with, but it's me that they come to see. Mm-hmm. And so basically saying you have nothing without me. And they go God mode a little. They don't go f- <laughs> God like not full costumes, but like there's weird swirly shit around them. Um, and their voices do the thing. And um, uh, he, uh, Wednesday brings the spear out. Donar suddenly has Mjolnir in his hand. And we find out how the spear got broken. Um, Donar does it with Mia Mia. In, in the alleyway. In the alleyway. The alley where it happened? I don't know. It just, okay. Um, and so he tells his father goodbye. And he, uh, Wednesday laments. Uh, the loss of all this power because he's he's just impressed that Thor had the power to break his his spear his spear, 
And he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose this. And he's upset. And, you know, Donar leaves. It's like, oh, no. Um, and so we go to the present and Shadow apologizes. They're in the car. They're driving. It's raining. Um, and Shadow's like, I'm sorry if I upset you earlier. And Wednesday says, no, it's just some old ghosts. And he starts telling him that Donar killed himself. And apparently that's the one thing the gods can't come back from. Um, it was sometime in the 40s and uh, outside of Philadelphia. He doesn't even really know the details. And Shadow, bless him, was like, well, hopefully the Valkyries were able to, like, pave his way way to Valhalla. Valhalla. And uh, Wednesday's even like, man, I don't even know. I don't know, man. And it was like, Jesus. Um, And we see see Donar kill himself with a... a, Man, that was graphic. Yeah, shotgun blast to the chest. Thank, Thank God it wasn't the head. Yeah. Could have been worse. Yeah, he's too pretty for that. Yeah. And we see the blood come out behind him, and it spells somewhere in America. Somewhere in America. But also there's the... Um, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. We can do it. We can do it. But and it's, it's Columbia. obviously Columbia. Yeah. Um, so uh, we find out, obviously, gods can't come back from suicide. And Wednesday flashes back to his son, and we see him singing uh brother can you spare a dime in the empty theater and it's sad and that's the end of our episode dun, dun, dun. so i have a question for you uh-oh do no. you think they're setting her up to be media columbia yeah okay like a okay. like an evolution okay. okay okay she could have been like an original media and then it evolved to media. Because propaganda is a form of media. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't, like, I'm not a thousand percent sure that that's what they're going with it, but I thought it was I interesting. I see the parallels, though. Yeah. I see it because, yeah, that's, propaganda is one of the original forms of media. Yeah. It's very powerful. So those little pamphlets they would hand out, mm-hmm. that was, Loose yeah. lips sink ships and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point. So, yeah, I'm not sure if, but I, th- I don't know if they intended it, but that, yeah. But I thought it was really interesting that it was Columbia that we saw as Rosie the Riveter because yeah. it was very clearly her. Um, so, yeah. So, again, like, I thought there was a lot of good stuff in this episode, but it, without me getting deeper on any of this, it's just kind of like, well, that was a cool thing that I saw. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool story. Yeah. Um, but it just doesn't seem like it means a whole lot to the overall May- okay we've got a couple more episodes to go maybe we'll understand what it has to do in the bigger picture i mean we did get some more parallels that shadow and his son and this is how yeah. he he rolls trying to keep them apart from women maybe. that might derail his plans possibly um but it really just kind of reinforces that wednesday's an asshole yeah um, but that's, oh, well, that's not new not like we didn't know that already yeah so. that's not that's not news um, so yeah. All right. So before we get to some feedback, okay. um, you want to let people know how they can send us feedback? I do indeed. Uh, they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or they can get to us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com. But not at Tumblr at all. Not for messages. Not really. Just, it's uh, fine. Then there's Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Yes. Um, so send us feedback if you're, again... If you are connecting with this, 
in a way that's more meaningful than what we're connecting with. We them. would love to hear it. Yeah, I'd love to hear why and how how it's like I said how it's how is it your resonating bell. in your life? Yeah, um, we had a massive missing of characters in this because it's such a yeah. huge ensemble. We didn't see Mad Sweeney. We didn't see Laura. We they didn't tend see to Ibis, do that a lot. See for an eight episode. Because the last episode yeah. we had um, Mad Sweeney and Laura, but the episode before that we didn't we didn't see them either. I don't think, or was it the one before that? Yeah. One of the ones before that we didn't see them. So yeah, it's it's hard, and they keep it's it's frustrating when they keep introducing new people, and it's like, ah, can can I see the ones I I give any shits about? So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, feedback. Yeah, so this is for Michael. Who, again, how'd you get screeners, buddy? Yeah, I really want to know about that. Uh, he says, not sure what the purpose of episode six was other than to show Odin is a dick, but we already know that. <laughs> that's just what we said. American, yeah, that's about it. American God's Thor was a bit of a disappointment. I think Shadow would dwarf him, and having Thor commit suicide seemed weird. I think the only thing I liked in this episode was the early iteration of Technical Boy, Technical Boy or as I want to call him, Pa Bell. Oh, no. I like that. Ma Bell. I love that because he says Ma Bell is forever. And it's funny because Ma Bell got broken up, but now is reforming into a conglomerate again. Yeah. AT&T is gobbling up everybody else. So it's just, it's like, uh, history repeating. I mean, you're right. You're right. Uh, so then we only had one other podcast, uh, one other podcast. Sorry. I saw the word podcast and podcast feedback this is from kim okay as for this week's episode i did find the presentation of wednesday's relationship with thor interesting a god meeting the true death as a form of self-sacrifice is interesting and given wednesday being wednesday it makes perfect sense that he seemed as perplexed as he was saddened i liked his sadness over the demise of his child i also like that given the odes to creativity most retellings take with tales i found it interesting that american god's tale was strangely reminiscent of marvel's Thor slash Odin relationship, <clears throat> even if the tales took a slightly different paths. While seeming not an episode that did much to advance the plot, I have the distinct feeling that we were not giving this given this episode just to kill time. Note that this is the second time that one of the gods told Shadow that he reminds him of his son, first mm. Anansi and now Odin. Huh? We know that Thor was no slouch in terms of character and likability as far as gods go. Clearly our slightly dim eye candy is wearing the gods down. Yeah. Speaking of Anansi, Anansi's Boys is a great read and worthy of an Orlando Jones lead series. I mean, I can see getting three seasons out of American Gods, but not more, or the heart of the tale will be ripped apart. Yeah, I think so, too. I think three has to be their end, or, like, it's just going to get worse. The dumb son who Shadow was compared to was much like Shadow, not dumb, <laughs> but rather just a little too trusting and basically a good person. Yeah. So. Yeah, because we kind of got that from Thor, too. Like, he wasn't a bad dude. He was just... He and and we honestly we get this from the MCU Thor too, where it's yeah. like he has such trust in no, this is the right thing, and it's like oh buddy, everybody's lying to you. You need to like wise up, and it's like but no, this is righteous, and he had that too where he was like no, but like this guy's not stronger than me, and it's like honey, I mean yeah, you're so pretty, yeah. So yeah, that's that's generally a trope with Thor. I mean I I agree I agree. But yeah, because that's, we see shades of that with Shadow. It's like, oh, sweetie. Oh, honey, you're, it's a good thing you're pretty. Yeah. 
So that's all the feedback we got this week. We're a little light on it. Yeah. I think from what I've been reading on the interwebs, a lot of people are less than... There was not a lot to say about this episode. A lot of people are less than... They're 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 underwhelmed. They're not even whelmed with... Uh, <laughs> You with can be this overwhelmed theme. and you can be underwhelmed. But, but can, can you, you just, just be, be whelmed? Classic. Um, Clueless. No. Ten things. Ten things Is I that hate ten things I hate about you? Mm-hmm. Did I get my... You did. Oh. You did. That was Gabrielle Union. It was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. With her Prada backpack. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's um, on me. But I, from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are not super pleased with this season eh, so far it was just an episode it wasn't great but like you said you've got eight fucking episodes you don't have a lot of room i know for oh well that was just a filler it's like is there filler should there be filler <laughs> there should not be filler in this so yeah eight episode season so yeah we ain't got so, time for that exactly ain't nobody got time for that ain't shit. nobody got time for that so. so yeah that's it all right um thank you for listening guys thanks guys